A Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 49. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. For those of you who don't know, Wilson Casado is the founder of the Australian Operations and Managing Partner of Visagio, an international management consulting firm that has received multiple awards for excellence in human resources management. He also serves as chair and deal screening and selection at Perth Angels, which provides investment, mentorship, and support to businesses from experienced angel investors. Wilson's long career and academic background include expertise in advanced analytics, operational performance management, supply chain and logistics management, and information technology in multiple sectors. Plus, he has extensive professional and leadership experience in operations management, information technology management, and management consulting, which he's accumulated over 20 plus years in Australia, Brazil, Indonesia, Malaysia, Venezuela, and USA. His passion and reach knows no bounds, with networks reaching throughout Australia and internationally, across corporate, government, not-for-profit, and education sectors. Beyond his skills and expertise, Wilson is deeply passionate about taking part in organizational and individual transformation, helping business leaders, entrepreneurs, and young professionals build and grow towards success. It's easy to say that Wilson's leadership abilities are unparalleled from entrepreneurial to intrapreneurial approaches building and fostering high-performance teams in his own and others' businesses, from business strategy to diversity and education, all drawing on his broad and deep experience and expertise. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a six or seven plus figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, if you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, If you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, if you sense that you or your company would grow faster and stronger if you could just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. 
Adaptability Coaching and Consulting will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-backed tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching or dryishai.com slash consulting. Because Insight Sunday's interview is so packed and full of value, I decided to share it with you in two parts. Today, Wilson shares his own story and how his journey uncovered his passions. He talks about his experiences from his first startup venture into corporate life and a key feature of his relationship with his wife that allowed him to embark on his entrepreneurial and leadership journey with Visaggio. We end with a bit of a cliffhanger, a moment of challenge for the entire Australian team of Visaggio in 2014. And part two will continue on Tuesday, where Wilson dives deeper into uncovering his leadership style, values, and their importance in working through the tough times, just like what happened in 2014. And now... Without further ado, join me in welcoming Wilson Casado. Welcome, Wilson. Thank you very much, Ishai. So it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for grabbing a seat with me on the business couch today. And just as by way of intro, on Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of entrepreneurs and business leaders to uncover insights into how their minds work and extract tangible takeaways to learn and implement. So I wanted to start with your journey because obviously you are in some ways, just a pleasure to introduce and in some ways so challenging to introduce because you have so much experience and background and education and expertise. So I wanted to hear a little bit about what got you into Visaggio and what got you into the Perth Angels. And yeah, just a little bit of the story about what kind of brought you to where you are now. Thank you, Ishai, again. I may start from the beginning, I guess. I was born in Brazil. Grew up in Rio, largely middle-class family. My memories of the time revolve around my mother, my grandmother. So I grew up around them, and I recognize that they have a very, very big impact in my life. When I was younger, I kind of made a conscious decision that I wanted more from life than what I had you know, growing up. And I have since been enjoying this journey. I thought I was going to be a pilot. So there was a dream when I was young. So not sure if it came from the Tom Cruise move. Mm. And I did enjoy the Air Force Academy. Really, it didn't resonate to me. So there wasn't something missing there. Then I ended up going on and completing engineering degree. Toward the end of the engineering degree, entrepreneurship came about. So it was... About that time that I got a first mentor in my life and the journey with him, it took me to understand a little bit better the capabilities I had and how that could become, you know, as a value in business. So I ended up starting, you know, to really be passionate about entrepreneurship, passionate about innovation. My first company was when I was living in school. We were developing software for clubs and schools and gyms. It was pretty good. 
So it wasn't exactly a financial success. So it was more like a, a learning platform, I guess. Spent some time with that startup. My exit there wasn't a, any financial big gain. It was, as I mentioned before, more the, the learning platform. And after that, I, I enjoy like a, a bit of a corporate life to add to my portfolio, I guess. So part of that corporate journey took me to travel the world. So I had, I was very fortunate to have opportunities to travel around. I think you mentioned some places in your introduction. Had an opportunity to, you know, to be in US for 18 months at that point in time. That brought to me like that sense of, uh, I wanted to, know the world, I want to travel, I want to adventure, it was about the time that I met my wife and I was uh, very happy uh, that she shared that passion to go overseas, to travel and to adventure overseas as well. So we, we ended up, in a long story short, living in Australia, so where we have been for almost 13 years now. So I ended up eventually, I didn't know Visagio from Brazil, some time ago, so I'm, I'm not the, uh, the you know the founding partner of Visage. Visage was a business that already existed, but I've, at some point of my experience here in Australia, I was looking for opportunity to trip to venture again, and I connect back to my friends in Visage, and I say that I am the founding partner of the, the Australian operations because the way we started here has everything to do. As with a startup, with starting from the ground up. So this journey with Visage has been nine years now. So I've enjoying tremendously. And in that, you know, brought me back to this innovation ecosystem, innovation environment. That's where I ended up uh, joining the Perth Angels as well, which is to diversify what we're doing, to give back as well to the innovation ecosystem community. So that brings me to today. Wow, quite a journey. And it sounds like through that, I'm hearing a couple of really important threads. One is a desire for more. You talked about that from when you were much younger and, and from the middle class roots you came from. And that desire for more, it sounds like really took you out into the world, took you out into adventures. Those adventures found you with, as you said, long story short, with your wife and then brought you to uh, Perth to Australia. And that also, it sounds like, has been such a big driving force in continuing to expand and continuing to find and, and explore the new horizons, whether that's with Visagio or with Angel Investing. It's really about that continued outgrowth. Sounds about right. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, you know, in your really wide and varied career, what for you has the highlight been? Or what are some highlights for you? Well, look, the nine years with Visage, the recent nine years, uh, an avalanche of emotions and experiences. And when I reflect back in these nine years, thinking about the trust that the original founders had in, in myself to help them to, to start the operations in Australia. And then together we have been building a company over here and the, and the journey has been very successful. That's definitely something that I'm very proud of and is one of the highlights. Yeah, I'm hearing that you're talking about this roller coaster of different experiences, of different feelings. 
of I can only imagine how much work and blood and sweat and tears went into it. And so I'd love to ask if you're open to sharing a bit more about those, that kind of really big set of roller coaster of emotions, the big experiences and challenges that you've had and how have you thought about and addressed them along the way? I can think of few. So if, if I start with maybe something that every entrepreneur may feel. So when I started Visage, I was working in a senior position in a large corporate company. And sometimes we refer to the opportunity cost when, when you're actually living a well-paid job to earn nothing to an entrepreneur, to venture. And that at a point in my career or the point in my personal life where you know, I had two kids, you know, had some responsibilities to, you know, to some life expenses to, to, to be able to cause. So that was intense in terms of the uncertainty and, mm-hmm. and the fear of failure for why not. That first leap of faith was uh, very hard in that sense. With a family, I can only imagine. That's a lot on your shoulders. Is one of the things that my wife mentioned to me. She mentioned that a few times. So I do have that profile, that small risk taker. So be a little bit of big self-confidence. And I do have that sort of risk taker profile. My wife is the completely the opposite. Uh, that she seeks to be more that sort of comfort zone, not enjoy risk and uncertainty for sure. But she has so much trust in me that when I'm taking the risk, she trusts that will, you know, that will be good. It will be mm-hmm. you know, all right. And I think that's, uh, you know, it helps me to go through that, you know, is a, is a boost of self-confidence on top of mm-hmm. my, my own self-confidence. And, and I know that the family will be all right. That's one of the things. So I'm hearing that in your marriage, you have a difference of risk tolerance that you have more tolerance and you're more willing to take risks. Your wife is very risk averse. And what really counterbalances that and really contributes in a very meaningful way to your engaging in the startup and really building up the Australian branch of Visagio is the trust your wife has had in you and has in you. Definitely. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm. So I'm curious to hear more. I know you were talking a little bit about being willing to take risks. I'm curious about your passion because I know you are passionate about startups and, and I'm curious to hear a little bit more about that. So maybe a way to explore a little bit more that so you, you, you asked before I was willing to share some of those moments where, you know, where it's hard and tough mm-hmm. and you're not sure. And one of the things that we had in our journey with Visage is that the initial 18 months were very, very positive. In a, is that the pace of growth in those 18 months was huge. Mm. So we, we got very quickly to get a team of 25 people in the office in a very short period of time. So very exciting, very promising. But then, uh, you know, a hiccup happened. So then we you know, in growing too fast, we have pretty much one large client where most of our work was coming from. And this large client had a, you know, a change of plans, you know, as if some contracts cancel and, you know, the forecast that would be 
uh, you know, now uncertain, now, you know, nothing guaranteed and, and suddenly we don't have the time, you know, we don't have the work for the 25 people anymore. So you come from completely opposite sentiments, a sentiment of, you know, you will euphoric because the rapid growth is, you know, is creating the opportunities. Suddenly you don't have that forecast anymore and you have to, you know, what do I do? So mm. it was a time of, you know, the, the other side of the business where you face the, you know, the situation where you potentially have to let people go. And that moment was a moment to test some of the values and the reasoning behind what I was on it. Mm. So making tough decisions to compromise results or financial results to make sure you keep the people around and you support the team that trusted in you in the first time. So the only thing I can say is that uh, we were very fortunate that things came back after some time and that decision to keep the team strong uh, proved to be the right one. I can only tell that as it happened. So I don't know what would happen if the problem remained for longer. Mm -hmm. But it proved to be wrong to be doing the right thing with the team, for the team. Mm, yeah. So I'm hearing that you and the branch in Australia got really tested when you lost this big contract and it was such a big piece of your business. And so from your business growing and growing really quickly, it went to suddenly having shrunk tremendously. And now you have this 25 person team and what do you do? Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 